Magic Weekend Update on Talk Sport with Heinz Big Soup, official partner of the Super League. Yeah, more from Mark later on. I'll be asking him what is the purpose of these uh, Magic Weekends. I can see why they're a great day out for committed uh, rugby league fans, but they were supposed to be in the parts of the uh, of the British Isles, which don't normally get rugby league. Having it in Manchester seems very odd to me. Uh, meanwhile, let's get the view on what's happening tonight and what's happened this season, what will happen next season in European club football. Um, the Italian view, Daniel uh, Fisichella, is uh, our Italian football correspondent for TalkSports Live, which is, of course, our international Premier League coverage arm. If you haven't heard that, please try to. It's absolutely brilliant. Good evening, Daniele. Good evening to you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, first of all, a bit of domestic uh, talk about AC Milan. Is their management situation resolved? Uh, well, uh, the managerial situation with uh, Massimiliano Allegri has not been resolved yet. Uh, rumours uh, in Italy are that probably it will be resolved in one way or another uh, next Thursday when uh, uh, Silvio Berlusconi, uh, AC Milan owner, will be back in Italy and he will have a meeting with uh, the manager himself, Massimiliano Allegri, and with the vice president of Milan, Adriano Galliani. Uh, probably uh, Galliani will try his last attempt to convince Silvio Berlusconi to keep Massimiliano Allegri for another year. Uh, the, the truth is that Silvio Berlusconi is not happy uh, with the decision that Milan has had and he's not happy with the style of uh, play of uh, Allegri. He uh, would like to bring... Yes. My guess, Daniele, is the only thing that's saving Allegri's job is that Inter Milan have been even worse. Uh, yes, in a way, that, that's true. So obviously, they look at the counterpart in the city. Uh, yes, of course, uh, Inter Milan have been worse, and they've been just uh, changing the manager recently. They they sacked Stramaccioni to bring Walter uh, Mazzari, the uh, former Napoli manager, in. Um, uh, Clarence Seedorf is the man that uh, Berlusconi would like uh, to have uh, because of his experience, because of his charisma, and uh, because uh, Berlusconi would like to have a former player that is used, used to win and compete in the Champions League is a real obsession with uh, the Champions League what um, Berlusconi has. Uh, he, want, he wants to decide to do well, something that they haven't, they haven't done in the last three years under Allegri. Well, I must say, Daniel, but let's move on to the Champions League. I'll come back to domestic matters in a second. Um, looking at it from Italy, watching the Champions League final tonight, even the semi-finals, I'm not, I hope I'm not being insulting when I say even Juventus, but all the Italian sides, they're miles off the pace at Champions League level just now, aren't they? Uh, well, obviously, results speak for themselves. Uh, Italian teams haven't been able to compete in the last uh, three years or so in uh, in the Champions League. Um, the reason, probably, well, for sure, because the crisis has affected Italian football and uh, Italian teams, uh, they couldn't bring on players, valuable players. You, you mean the economic crisis in Europe? Yeah, economic crisis, yes, yeah. of course. And, uh, of course, I mean, Italian teams uh, had to sell their biggest name, Ibrahimovic, uh, Thiago Silva, uh, Lavezzi, Eto'o, Snyder, rather than, uh, than buying them. Uh, but on the other side, I think uh, Italian teams, this season in particular, they couldn't cope uh, with the pressure of the domestic league and uh, the Champions League. Uh, the case of Juventus. Uh, Juventus uh, had... A very strong team. Uh, they they finished top of the group. Um, they beat Chelsea. Uh, they beat Celtic. Uh, but when the um, game came thick and fast, as, as they used to say, uh, then they had to face Bayern Munich, and they were not. They weren't just good enough. Probably in one of the days that Andrea Pirlo uh, plays his worst 
a game of the season and they and they crashed out. Uh, same with Milan. Uh, Milan, I think, um, played very well and played a game uh, almost close to to the perfection. First tie against Barcelona, uh, they were able to very very defend. good. They were very good on that night, weren't they? They really yeah. were. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they were good on on the defense, which is one of the principle of the Italian game, and they were very good on the counter attack. When it comes to the second leg, so obviously uh, when there is more pressure and there have been more league games in between, uh, Milan couldn't keep the same uh, rhythm, the same pace at the Camp Nou, and they were, uh, they were trashed. Uh, so this is probably, uh, this has been the, the biggest problem. In, cha- in a competition like the Champions League, it's more important how deep your squad is rather than your uh, starting eleven. Daniele, uh, talk to me more generally about Italian football. When I look at the European leagues, the Premier League, you can see what's going on. Vast amounts of money, a very powerful league, big crowds. When you look at Spain, the competition between the two big teams uh, and all of that, that implies. When you look at Germany, you see the way they've organised their, their youth coaching uh, and, and all of those sorts of things. When I look at Italy, uh, you, you'll have to help me because... I see a once powerful league moving this way, that way, not so much chaos, but perhaps a little bit rudderless. What, what does Italian football look like to you and what does it need to do to regain former glories? Well, I think uh, it is a football uh, nation that uh, obviously has lost some of its uh, power that uh, accumulated during during the years. Um, the league itself, of course, is weaker uh, than before because many of the major international stars and players are not playing there anymore. But at the same time, uh, the young Italians that are part of the, um, the national team or the sub-21 team, they don't find enough space on the biggest teams. Only just recently, uh, players like El Sharawi or Balotelli, uh, the same Marchisio in Juventus, are uh, regular starters for those uh, big teams. In my opinion, Italian football uh, should uh, um, hang on on their young talents and give them definitely, an opportunity. Definitely. And, and give them an opportunity to play in big teams. So play big competition. Because at the end of the day, if you look at the Italian national squad, uh, it did well on the Euro Cup. Yep. Uh, it, it's doing well in the qualification. It uh, has done well in the friendlies against, against Brazil. They didn't lose and, and so on. Uh, the sub-21 the sub- uh, national teams, there are a lot of expectation for the, uh, for the European Championship uh, uh, that will start in Israel very soon. So there are uh, young uh, Italian uh, talented footballers, but probably they are not given enough space in the, in the big teams. And Inter Milan, for example, is uh, one of the examples. They don't, ev- don't, ev- don't even have an Italian player starting at all. It's it's extraordinary, isn't it? Listen, thank you so much indeed for those views. That's Daniele uh, Fischi-Keller, who, as I say, you can hear all the time. is our Italian football correspondent for TalkSport Live, our international Premier League uh, service um, that uh, is making such an impression now in world media. It's available, of course, outside of Europe. That's the point. Um, So if you listen to me outside of Europe, like so many millions of you are, then you know where to go to get your coverage um, of the Premier League.